You're listening to DraftKings Network. What's going on, guys? Ellie from Copper 90. You might not know who I am, but you've got nothing better to do. So watch the Soccer Cooligans talking all things football, politics, music, culture. Swipe up, click the link, do That'll something. Do. That'll Perfect. do. Perfect. Let's go! Whoa! Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Prem Show live on... If you are only listening, you missed 35 minutes of fixing the mics on Twitch. <laughs> okay, tech support is is part of the programming. Now, you know, uh-huh. you, you, you know sometimes people want to see some, uh, you know, BTS, okay? And I might, I'm not talking about the K-pop group, all right? They want to nah, see. Although we might be. You should check out our Instagram just in case. I mean, our Twitch just in case. You know what? Our next special guest. Hey, uh, what do you what do you think of the Harry Kane situation, BTS? Weigh in. <laughs> and please do it in song and dance. Thank you. Uh, yes, we were sorting out some uh, tech issues. I was trying some new things, some fun stuff, and uh, it all fell apart. But now we, we figured it out. So hello, everyone. Thank you for, for tuning in. This is the uh, the press show my name is christian polanco i am alexis guerrero we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show right here on twitch every tuesday at 6 p.m eastern time let's go we also happen to be the gulliest but i think you already know that and we also happen to be the most technology uh <laughs> but backwards the most backwards you know i guess I, I was thinking of something there. i blame i blame obs and all the confusing uh you know settings and all this other stuff it could be a bit challenging a bit overwhelming but we figured it out and this is how you this is how you learn you, you know you you uh you you fail publicly you know we've we've done stand-up comedy for years we failed in front of others for a long time so it's this, this ain't is no what different. you do. You put yourself out there and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Speaking of comedy, hopefully we can take a second to just say uh, RIP to a legend mm-hmm. uh, and someone who said the Cooligans. Um, Norm McDonald passed away today um, after a very private, very uh, secret uh, battle with cancer that no one knew about. I didn't know about it. Not that I, yeah. um, apparently he had been dealing with it for years. But I posted a clip on Cooligans and on my personal uh, social media of the first time I did a, a live comedy set. The first time I did a comedy set was on Gotham Comedy Live, uh, which used to air on the Access channel, which, you know, I don't even know if that's still around. Uh, but, yeah, I was super nervous. It's probably going back about f- this is actually the first year of Cooligans. It was probably going back five, five and a half years. Um, I was super nervous. Uh, not nervous that I was going to bomb or whatever, just didn't know what to expect. They kept saying, like, look, we might cut your set down to six. We might have you go the full eight. Just be prepared to do six, but have an even better joke ready to add in case you go eight. Mm. You know what I mean? Which is, like, not the way you want to go into a set. <laughs> you want to end on your big joke. So, you know, typically you'll have, like, well, if I get the eight, then I'll just throw some other stuff in there. Uh, Christian was there. Actually, you can hear him laughing in the background, which is one of my favorite memories. Because as a comic, you want to know the other comics are laughing. That's how you know it's good. And I could pick christian's uh, laugh out so the whole time i'm like all right that joke didn't hit he didn't laugh all right that joke hit he laughed uh but um i guess you could play it uh this is the intro um that he uh, gave i'll give a little bit of a background story which i don't think i've ever told on the show 
whenever you go to do stand up, the host of the show will typically come up to you before you go up and say, Hey, what do you want me to say? Like, what's your credit? Like, Oh, I got this thing on HBO or I got this thing that I'm about to do, or I'm known for X like, Oh, I'm the whatever cooking guy on, on YouTube, whatever it is. I obviously he didn't do it himself, his handler. And this is after like a two and a half hour one-to-one conversation with, with Norm. He only liked me. He didn't like anyone else from the cast that night. He just came straight up to me. We started talking. We talked about sports for two, two and a half hours. And then he goes to his green room and the guy, the producer comes down and goes, all right, we need your credit for Norm. And I said, oh, you could tell him to say he's one of the cooligans, which Christian and I had just decided would be like the thing we get people to say. Right. He's one of the cooligans. And he goes, great. Writes it down. And he goes, great. And everyone else comes back about five minutes later. He's like, Alexis. Yeah. Uh, Norm doesn't know what that is. And I said, oh, it's like a, like a podcast and a YouTube channel. And like we do videos and we do live events. It's just like soccer and comedy together. And he goes, all right, all right. What is it again? I go, it's one of the cooligans. It's like one of the cooligans comes, leaves, comes back. He goes, Norm, Norm thinks you're messing with him. He's not going to say it. I go, what? He goes, he thinks you're pulling a prank on him. He thinks it's a swear word or something. He's not going to say it. I go, dude, it's not a swear word. I pulled up our Instagram. I pulled up everything. I go, dude, it's real. The Cooligans. I'm one of the Cooligans. And he goes, all right. He writes it down on the big cork board, which I still have to this day. Uh, and he leaves. He comes back just before we're supposed to go upstairs to start filming. And he's like, look, he rolled his eyes. Uh, he doesn't think it's real. He thinks you made a website and Instagram to mess with him. <laughs> and he's going to say something that's bad. So he's not going to say it. So just be prepared because he's probably not going to say it. So I'm, I think, second or third that night. I'm third. And again, they're telling us, like, you might you might do six, get ready to go at six. Like, we're going to light you. They give you a minute and a half, minute, 30 seconds, get off because it's live, right? Uh, get off stage. So just before I go up, I don't know if you could play. Will they be able to hear it? This next comedian you probably know as one of the Cooligans. They fucking do know you. Okay. I lost $20. <laughs> He's a funny motherfucker. Here is Alexis Guerreros. Give me a hand, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> People always ask me, what did he say in my ear? And I've never really said it because it was like a private thing. Uh, which I'm gonna call it. He did. He saw us do our act beforehand. So uh, in what he said in my ear, he said, "Is uh, he goes, uh, you're gonna kill it or something like that." He was like basically intimating, like you're gonna do great, like you're you're or like you're the best one here, right? Uh, and then he goes, "And I'm not giving you any fucking money." <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. he walked off stage, which is why I'm laughing because he said, "I just lost twenty dollars." We had no bet. He just did that as a joke, but he wanted to make sure he knew he ain't giving me no $20. He knew enough to say that. Uh, and to end the story, uh, Robert from LA said, did you get the whole eight minutes? Uh, they stretched me for the first time in like probably a year in the past year that they've done the show. They did the show for like three years. It's, uh, it's probably been 12 months. I was the first comic to, uh, to be asked to do 10 full minutes. Um, so when I got to about the minute and a half, instead of holding up the minute and a half, they held up a sign that said stretch. Uh, which for every comic knows, like, oh, somebody, the next person's late. Just keep going. Just keep telling jokes. Yeah. Stay up there. And Alexis, uh, Alexis is like, I haven't done that since grade school. <laughs> yeah, stretch. <laughs> like, I'm like, that. what do you think I'm doing standing here? This is my stretching. This is how out of shape I am. Uh, but then I got, I, I, so that was about a five minutes. I got to about seven minutes thinking, here comes the the minute for the for the eight. 
and they held up another sign that said stretch. So I ended up going for a full another two more minutes. And then I got the one minute sign, which I kind of figured was about eight and a half minutes. It ended up being right around nine. So I did about 10, 10 minutes and a few seconds, something crazy like that. It was, uh, it was really cool. It was uh, one of the greatest uh, moments in my career. Um, R.I.P. to Mark, uh, Mark to Mark. Norm McDonald, <laughs> who uh, who is an absolute, well, him too, depending on what happened on social media this week. Uh, <laughs> but uh, R.I.P. to an absolute legend, uh, one of my favorite comedians ever. Yeah, I mean, Norm, uh, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people remember him from, obviously, SNL, a lot of d- dirty work, a lot of uh, the films. Dirty work is such a great film. But I, I as a, especially when I was in junior high school and high school, I was obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with Conan O'Brien. And Norm was always a guest on Conan, always hilarious, always. I mean, there he were, always said he had this thing where he was like Conan O'Brien's like arch nemesis yeah. slash favorite guest. It's just like he's one of the few uh, guests that was able to make the host uncomfortable, but not enough to not get asked back on the show like it was it was always <laughs> yeah. so funny that you just couldn't the the you know at that time before you know youtube and everything you 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 couldn't find that level of like cringe worthy humor but that you wanted more of and and, and mm-hmm. that is what norm was just I, I, he was i was so many people were fans but as stand up comics like everybody has like a favorite moment or joke that they just like were blown away uh, by. Do you have a favorite Norm Macdonald bit? The moth story that he told Conan. The moth story that made that went nowhere. That was super long. That made no sense. Yeah, <laughs> that was like it, it's perfect. Norm Macdonald of just like man, I thought it was gonna go somewhere, and then the place it went to wasn't. I had no expectation, but I'm like that was amazing. That he was able, because it's, it's almost like I remember doing a. There's a there's this exercise I remember doing in improv that was essentially like, um, uh, uh, you like passing along like the next rhyme. Like somebody did one one line of a of a rap, and then the next person had to had to had to I think like say the next word, but it would rhyme or whatever. And then yeah. we did a version of the exercise where you had to intentionally not rhyme. So you would go, you would say the bar, and then the next person had to intentionally not rhyme the thing that the last person said. And it's harder to not rhyme than it is to rhyme, where because your brain is so used to and prepared of like and conditioned to do this a certain way. And that's sort of how I felt with Norm's comedy, where it was like we're we we know the beats of comedy and we know where it's supposed to go and he was always able to take it to a place that didn't structurally make sense in comedy but you still laugh so obviously uh, uh, a terrible terrible loss uh i mean uh, yeah rp norm mcdonald and his family but the comedy community uh d- deeply uh you know appreciates and values a, a, a guy like norm you know he was one of the first to like really whether he hosted shows, events, awards, he just was always himself. He he didn't care about what the repercussions were. Yeah, I, and you know whether it was yeah, there was like, he always went a different direction of what everyone else was going. It was yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. He um my favorite joke of his was the one where, you know, he said like uh, where you know the devil speaks to people is from a really old special. It's probably from like the late nineties where he said uh he's like wouldn't it be crazy? He was like you know these people like uh, he's like you know. 
Hey, devil, yeah, I did, uh, did what you told me to do. I uh, chopped my family. Yeah, I chopped up my family, and they're all in, uh, in these duffel bags. Well, what do I do now? And he was like, you know, and the devil's like, what? You didn't realize it was me, your friend Steve? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, I thought you knew we were playing a joke. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> He's like, no, my family's in the duffel bag uh, under the stairs, you know? And it, it just, it keeps going. And like, you know, he's that night is one of the greatest because everyone came up to him. That night of that of that taping was as the, the Cosby shit started to really take off. Mm -hmm. And they were like, whatever you do. And it was still one of those things where it was polarizing. It wasn't like it is now where it's kind of obvious. You know what I mean? Um, it was still kind of in the beginning stages where people were like, wait, is this real? Is this not? He's a legend. How could you say that about him? So they said, whatever you do, just don't talk about joke about Cosby. And he was like, wait, we could swear? And they were like, yeah. And he's like, but they were like, just don't talk about Cosby. He's like, yeah, no, no, obviously not. No. He's like, I don't even have a joke about Cosby. I'm just making sure. I, am I allowed to swear? And uh, the owner of the club is like, yes, Norm, you're allowed to swear. He's like, all right, great. And they're like, great. All right. And he look, they looked at us like we saw all, we had to transcribe all our jokes. We had to write them all out. So like, we saw all your acts. Just don't add anything about Cosby. And we're like, man, none of us are diverging from what we've written. <laughs> it's all we know, right? And Norm's like, no, of course not. Of course not. Goes up there. The entire opening is a tr is the most perfectly written Cosby joke. It is it's the one about him being a hypocrite. It's just yeah. if you haven't seen it, see it. It's amazing. But it was like even he set that joke up from the green room. Like people, that joke was the premise of it started in the green room when everyone said don't do it, and he was like, uh, no, of course not. I don't even worry about. It. I'm asking about the swearing. Like he already. <laughs> Like people were the people laughing in the back were laughing for a different reason than everyone else. And that's how good that joke was. And that's just who he was as a person. So, um, yeah, take it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Stupka knows the joke. Um, yeah, it's absolutely insane. Just uh, what a what a great. No, I've never seen anything. Actually, you know, he told me something secret that day, which now that he's passed, I feel like I can say it. He lied to the owner of the comedy club. I've never even said this to another comic. He lied to the owner of the comedy club that he did his first act in. The first time he ever got on stage, it was taped and the owner kept it for some reason, kept a video of his first performance ever. Mm -hmm. And he lied to him and said he was doing a documentary about his life so that he could get the video of his first ever set. And he says he has it. He's watched it, but he doesn't know what to do with it. Well, I kind of want to let people know it's there. It's in his possession so that they can hopefully put it as part of some documentary they're going to make about him or whatever, so they know he has it. But he told me that in confidence. He was like, yeah, don't, don't say anything because I lie and I don't want anyone to know I have it. I mean, and I was like, how'd you look? And he was like, he goes, I was just like, ugh. He's like, I was very skinny. And I was like, ugh. He just kept doing that. I'm sure the, who is it? The comedy club owner that, well, he, that he did his first set in, there's no way he's still around, right? There's no way. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he was when I filmed that. Wow. Okay. But they re he 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 like treasures this tape, so he refused. It was I believe it was in Vancouver or in Montreal. He refuses. He would refuse to send him the tape, and then he begged them and said, "Look, we need it for a documentary. I'll send it back to you. It's a VHS." So that's in Norm's possession. So it's in his belongings. So hopefully, someone can find that if. Anyone is going to do a documentary on him, which I guarantee you they will, because he's that much of a legend. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, be interesting to see. All right. Uh, Look yeah. at this. We're breaking news here. Okay. On the podcast. We're, we're breaking we're, microphones we're here, and news. We're here to read Norm MacDonald's will to everybody on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> we are the executors of the will. <laughs> you want to know what's so annoying? This is how Jersey trash my in-laws are, by the way. No one listens to this. Uh, and if they do, whatever. They're going to send me an, an email anyway uh, or a text. I blocked them all. Uh they say they got mad at each other about some will that they're a part of. Mm-hmm. And in an argument, they were like, I should be the executive of the will. And they're like, no, I should be the executive of the will. And I'm just sitting there eating like chicken in the house. And they're like, I should be the executive. I should be the executive. And as it's calmed down, I go, it's executor. <laughs> you execute the wishes of the will, not the fucking executive of the will. You group of garbage human beings. <laughs> I am the CEO of this will. I don't know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> Lord okay. Martin said it looked like I handed you a cup because I put mine down and you picked it up. Uh, all right. Uh, R.I.P. Norm McDonald. Let's, uh, let, let's keep it moving and, and, be, and, and try to bring that, that joy that he brought to the world, uh, to mm-hmm. the soccer community. Okay. Uh, one quick thing. If you're, if you're watching this on Twitch, you might see... A Columbus Crew kit with uh, a bunch of le- <laughs> bunch of uh, scribbles on it. Um, this, uh-huh. this is a Columbus Crew uh, uh, 20, uh, 2020 MLS Cup uh, signed by every uh, every player that won MLS Cup of the Columbus Crew last season. We're doing uh, a giveaway. We have a couple giveaways to do over the next. We have a bunch of MLS Cup jerseys for from the last MLS Cup winners that are all autographed uh and we're going to be doing this one uh is going to be given away on twitter uh after the stream is over uh head over to twitter and uh you'll see how to <laughs> paolo how- said norm mcdonald signed it no <laughs> imagine um but no everybody's here everybody who won mls cup last year uh if you're a columbus crew fan or no columbus crew fan uh this is where uh you know if they want if they want this just uh follow us on twitter at soccer hooligans and you'll get an opportunity uh to win that okay uh which is this is huge do you know how long it took us both to like you know sign that right yeah as ha- all the players we had to get everybody <laughs> we're like <laughs> hey yo Derek etienne send me a, <laughs> yeah. a picture of your of your signature yeah, I know that sounds weird, uh, but trust us. It's for right. a good cause. Okay, put your social security number with it, all right? Just, we're doing- Just real quick, off the top of your head, what's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> Come on, this is really important. I thought we were cool. Um, oh, so you don't want to tell me the name of your first pet ever? All right. Wow. Not even the house, not even the street you grew up on. Wow. I thought we knew each other. Uh, so we're going to be giving away a couple uh, MLS uh, uh, Cup champion jerseys that are all autographed. It's, it's, absolutely insane that we even have these um so if that's something you're into uh make sure you follow us on twitter and and stay tuned on all our social channels because we're gonna we have um a couple other uh, other teams uh all, all signed by all the players uh so you i think you might be interested okay first up what are we doing champions league return to Champions. why don't we league? talk about we could talk about champions league or we could just talk about what's happened in Premier League over the weekend. All right, huh? we'll, we'll start there. We'll we'll recap. Why don't we talk about something one of the both of the teams we like are involved in? <laughs> so not the Champions League. Okay, this is probably one of the most biased shows. Uh, this is my besides uh-huh. Arsenal Fan TV, which is this is just slightly <laughs> less biased than Arsenal Fan TV. Uh, this is slightly less biased than my YouTube channel, <laughs> which you know, if you're an Arsenal fan, more important than Arsenal Fan TV. Now I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, 
How do you feel about Everton's big win over the weekend? Boy, do I feel great. Uh, <laughs> okay. Actually, was it wasn't over the weekend. Wasn't it like two days ago? It was Monday. It was yeah, uh, yeah. yesterday. Uh, well, when people are hearing it. Right. It felt great uh, to see week in, week out. I'm, you know, we, we, we got to see Everton play uh, in preseason. Was, it was a little underwhelming to say the least you, mm-hmm. we sort of expected a little bit more but this is they the, won a trophy but they, you know it counts all right <laughs> it's uh, right. No, nobody knows what material it's made of but it's a trophy uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh everton's start to the year i think is very surprising um w- with the way they ended uh the the season you know they had a good start last year and uh won their first four games um I didn't expect a repeat of that. They didn't really sign. They no real big signings. Um, uh, you know, James Rodriguez. They might have the. They might have the best deal of the season so far. Right, and that we're obviously performance talking- for dot per pound. <laughs> Okay, well, what, Damari Gray, he, he bro, stepping on a scale. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, what they pay like in pounds? It was like one and a half million. Um, they paid. Uh, something 1.4, 1.3 million pounds for that's nothing. Damari Gray, which is a what a great deal. Future ex skeleton just said that Andros Golasso, my man, Android Townhouse. that was oh wow we're using government on our (laughs) show now boy love we saw when we saw him in preseason there was one shot that he took he was playing against uh, millonarios he took a a shot uh, a left-footed strike that hit the cross it's the crossbar hit the post hit the but we were we're pretty close to the field when watching this and we're just like yo this dude got this dude got a left foot an absolute cannon it it made a thwonk sound that <laughs> Wait, you don't hear. You remember like when the kid was like a monster threw a dodgeball and it it missed you, but it hit the wall behind you and <laughs> made that like boing yeah. sound. You know what I'm talking about? That's the sound that this ball made against the crossbar. Where the kind of thing where like the Millonarios goalkeeper looked back, he was like, "Thank God I didn't put my hand up for that." Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, and he did it again. And he there was not, it was not only the goal. The goal was incredible. If you haven't seen it, uh, Andres Townsend just absolute banger. Uh, Nick Pope is uh, he he was he was calling to the Pope that day because it, it was mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that brutal. Some holy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've I, absolute banger, and this seems to be a. I, I want to say he 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 has a Aryan Robin type of movement where he cuts in from the right to the left. And I think a lot of times people maybe don't expect this level of a strike from him. But boy, he has, he, he they gave him too much space and it, and it was an absolute banger. So, um, yeah, no, he definitely made him pay for, you know, not really uh, coming up and stepping up <laughs> as he had the, as he had the ball. He was like, oh yeah, I don't think I got this range. So, but then, and then oh, he, I mean, if you didn't see it, he just barely loops it over a lot of power. Absolute incredible shot. Thank God he's not doing it for Tottenham anymore. Right. So he, uh, so that was a great goal. But then also the the, the goal from Damari Gray uh, after an incredible pass uh, from uh, uh, Abdullah Dukore, um, 
So, overall, just really impressive. I did not think Everton would be this good. I didn't think they would have the same start that they had the year prior, especially not having James there. I don't know what's going on with James. He's clearly he's stuck there. They can't get rid of him. Uh, I don't know if he wants. I'm hearing he doesn't want to play. I'm hearing he does want to play. I'm hearing Rafa doesn't like him. I have no idea, but I don't understand. You're hearing, you're hearing your fiance say, stop talking about James Rodriguez. <laughs> you're hearing lots of things. <laughs> so you hear all of this. And uh, so you don't you you think that that is enough turmoil that would lead to not, Everton not having this good a start? But ten points, tied for first, you know, or in, in fourth place based on goal differential. But oh, just just two goals back when it comes to goal differential, Everton has scored more than uh, two or more goals in every single game this season. Yes, they have not played the 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 toughest competition. Um, but, but it, they're still, you know, towards the end of the year, last year, they weren't winning the games that they, that they should on paper win against, uh, against some of these teams. And I think the credit has to be given to Rafa Benitez. Rafa seems to I was going to say your most important signing was Rafa Benitez. <laughs> this is, this is the Rafa Benitez effect. I got to be honest though. Boring, <laughs> boring style of play. I mean, this is, oh, it's not pragmatic. I don't want, I wouldn't, it's not I wouldn't say that. Oh, boring is excessive because no, it's it's lackluster. I mean, look, it's not exciting. It's uh, you're going to have to grab you're going to have to say yes to one of so these cuz you can't they, say this is electric. You're basically saying so you I I think it's it has to do with the players themselves too because you're saying you you think if Pep Guardiola came to Everton with the same exact roster, Everton will all of a sudden be an exciting team to watch. I don't know. Uh, I think they or, were more exciting last year. Um, I disagree. I disagree because they were they were. Uh, you know what? They were the the, the you, it's it's hard to ignore the last like twenty games of the season last year. They were Future really ex-skele- bad. Uh, skeleton said. Uh, I heard Rafa's jealous of how hot he is, of how Hamas Rodriguez. Yeah, no, sit your cute ass down. You ain't playing with that nice ass of yours. <laughs> uh, future ex Skeleton said, "I trade you Rafa ball for Nuno ball, though." Okay, <laughs> Nuno mm. ball a little different. Uh, new, uh, yeah, taking a uh, Tottenham took a tough loss against the former Arsenal invincible. <laughs> Patrick Vieira coming to the Premier Dude. League uh, and really just not let it, not letting it go. You know that that you heard what my man said. What did he say? He goes, "I don't know what it's like to lose to Tottenham." <laughs> <laughs> That's why you know what there's a there's a great interview with uh, Thierry Henry where they um, kind of asked him the same question about like what what were the matches with uh, Tottenham like or whatever. And he's like, I don't know. I, I never lost to them, <laughs> which is yeah. just such a great, like we, you know, everybody thinks it would be rivalries, but it was, it was so one-sided for such a long time. I call those the good old days, boy, <laughs> because everything done changed over the last four or five years, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so look, Everton in a good spot. What a surprise, but boy, I mean, yes, we can start with Arsenal got their first victory in the Premier League. Oh, boy, did we? I mean, it feels oh, like it's been ages. Oh, boy, did we? <laughs> did we look? Did we, uh, you know, fumble over the line and score a goal? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But did we hold on to that? 
Boy. For dear life, yes. Did we score a goal? Uh-huh. And did we take home three points? Uh-huh. That's it. I know it was against Norwich, but this is the beginning. The beginning of the turn, of the change. We're done. We turned that corner. We're not that We're not that team from the first three uh, losses of the season. Mm-hmm. You, feel, you feel me? We're different now, okay? <laughs> we're going into high school, a whole new person. Nobody like, knows us here. I don't even know if you believe yourself, dog. This is... <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm just trying to say it loud enough where they hear me. <laughs> we're called lousy human mouth. We're calling it, quote unquote, great. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, did it did it look like a you know a Mr. Bean episode? Is how we scored? Maybe, maybe. But we here now. Um, I'll take those. I'll take those three points. I look and yo, uh, Takahiro Tomiyasu looked good. Yeah. So I didn't already watch, a fan favorite. I didn't watch the game mainly because I couldn't watch the game. What was up with Peacock? Peacock, like, collapsed. Yeah. How was it that people couldn't watch it, but all I did was sort of, like, restart it, and it worked it, for me? It, it ended up working on the NBC Sports app or something, but I was trying to I, – I, I didn't know that it was working there until maybe about 30 minutes into the game because I saw a tweet. But I was like, how is it, – how is – Peacock collapsing when every, I mean, when you just really need it. No, most people only Bruh. have the service for Premier League and nothing else. Yeah. And if and, this happened on a Monday, no one would care. And then, the, and then the issue was that the Arsenal game wasn't working, but like, uh, which game was? I think Brighton Brentford. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> this is That's the wrong one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not into this. Uh, it was uh, it was rough and and frustrating. So I didn't get to see that game. Uh, but I did I did watch the Manchester United, uh, Newcastle game. Uh, Brentford was working. Which was the yeah? Brentford was one of the some of the games were were working, but the Arsenal one did not. Um, let the, me tell you this: from someone who watched Arsenal, I'm very happy with Ta- Takahiro Tomiyasu. Mm-hmm. Very happy with Aaron Ramsdale. I know I said, "What are we doing?" But you saw him uh, sort of you know uh, instead of yeah, he started. He, he took over, uh, basically, from the rumor is he's he's taken over the number one uh, from uh, Bern Leno, um, which I've been, you know, I've been saying let's get rid of Bern Leno for a hot minute, so that was nice to see. Um, I'm happy about that. I'm happy about Takahiro Tomiyasu. In the second half, obviously, Ainsley Maitland-Niles played in the midfield. He was all right. He was okay. I didn't really see that creativity in advancing the ball forward. He remi- He's better than El Nenny, but he reminded me of how El Nenny plays, which is very, very safe. Takes a couple of chances, chances, but for the most part, passes it back to the defenders. Uh, so I did see a lot of that. Uh, he was starting next to Loconga, so I think it was just a little too young in that defensive midfield. But as soon as Partey came in, completely different match. Right. Also, he switched to a 4-3-3 in the second half. Once Arteta did that, Norwich just couldn't handle the overload on the wings. And we were getting chance after chance after chance. Look, 30 chances. Look at this. 30 uh, look chances. At this. Alexis sounded like a good old Sky Sports pundit overloaded on the wings. I, and, oh, my goodness. We, <laughs> we, I think we know a little football. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are confused. I'm not talking about the game. I'm ordering wings. Uh, can I get the <laughs> can I get, can I get the overloaded wings? <laughs> uh, can I get that with extra, extra blue cheese? Yeah. Can okay. I get the... Uh, Tell me Yasu sauce. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would like them burnt, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Good God. So, uh, so yes. yeah, look, all, I'm happy with how 
Everything with <laughs> Arsenal is what's the last thing. Or Martin just said Peacock needed Christian to fix their streaming issues. Yep. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I don't know why it's not working. <laughs> Again, it worked for me, thank God. How about this, Christian? Did you know this? I think we've talked about this once before. But this came up on the Complex Show, which completely shocked me. Did you know that in England, they cannot watch any of the 3 p.m. matches? I did know that. I, I had seen some uh, either a YouTube video or I, I think Total Soccer Show did an episode on this or talked about this. But there's... there's That makes a lot of sense. There's some uh, old-timey rule of like... It, it, they can't because they 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 want uh, fans to go to the matches so they don't televise the games in certain areas or they don't televise them at all something like that right at all right so uh, Arsenal's match none of the Arsenal fans in England could watch it you can't even go to a pub and watch it you can't even get a pay per view there's not even a service of cable you can purchase mm. that allows you to see it. Uh, look, we're not fans of the guy, but Cristiano Ronaldo made his debut uh, for Manchester United at 3 p.m. No one in England saw that outside of illegal streams. Yeah. Isn't that absolutely insane to you? It is. Uh, and when I first heard it, I'm like, well, that seems like a bad move. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's, seems it's dumb. It seems like such a... Um, a like traditional. We wouldn't allow it here. No, no, no. Because I mean, leave money on the table. <laughs> Hell no. All right, give me Can the I table. You, we, I'm uh... buying your table. There's so much money I on it. I now own this table because you put all this money on it. And no, 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 don't touch anything that's on the table. I just purchased the table. It's mine. Um, I said to the people in my group chat, my Arsenal group chat, we're like, they were like. Fuck out of here. What do you mean you could watch the games? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, can. I was like, yo, I watch every single Premier League match all season. I can see every FA Cup match that's televised. Mm -hmm. And I can see every Carabao Cup that's televised. Car a Carabao Cup match that's televised. And they're like, you must pay thousands mm. for this. Yes, right. And I say, I pay $70 a year <laughs> for every Premier League match, which that set off a firestorm of swear words <laughs> i was like espn i believe is 80 bucks for the year no uh, that gives it, me oh well yeah it's like six isn't it 60 or they, they raised the maybe price it's 60 i think it's, it's it might be 60 yeah that gives me every championship match and every uh, uh fa cup match and i believe carabao cup i believe so is too, also yeah. on espn plus i was like and then champions league is paramount plus I go, which that's, I forget how much that is. It was like super cheap. I think it's like 50 bucks for the year. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, we got the introductory one. Yeah. So, and they were like, that's it. You pay that for the year. And I said, yeah. They said, in order for in England to watch a third, a third of the Premier League matches, you have to pay something like 134 pounds a month Ooh. to watch a third I'm like, dog, y'all getting scammed. I'll trade you for the free health care, but y'all getting scammed. <laughs> yes, I uh, have. Yes, I have heard about that. They should they should really sort out capitalism out there. I don't know what's going on because they're really missing out. But here's the thing. <laughs> Even if you stick with uh, whatever, you know, uh, economy system you have, uh, at the end of the day, there's people sitting there who want to see it. Wouldn't somebody go, well, if they're willing to pay $5, I would go find a service 
that showed. I mean, I would start a service that shows the games at 3 p.m. Their mind, their, so their mindset must be that if we televise the games, then fans won't buy tickets to the matches. That's uh, that has to be the only uh, concern. But what is it about three p.m. in particular? Yeah. What the hell? I is don't know. <laughs> What's going on at three p.m.? <laughs> What's happening at three p.m. that all of a sudden the rules are just out the window? We're like, we're not. No, this is the time <laughs> of the Lord. We are not allowed to make any money yeah. at this time. Uh, Go to the game at 3 p.m.? I mean, if you said 301, maybe, but at 3 p.m., I don't get it. 3 p.m. is, 3 all, PM the is all the games at once. I, yeah, no. Just, no, no, no. The 3 p.m. matches on all days do not get shown on TV. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it just sounds like something that came from... You know, from the Crusades or some weird rule of like what something happens at at 3 p.m., like a religious rule or something like that. Don't get it. Don't understand it. Uh, You would imagine that there's some. So I'm sure people have like petitioned or tried to change this, but maybe there's a lot of. Thank you. I believe Blue 87. Uh, Hopefully uh, you're an NYCFC fan. That's what that means. Thanks for hanging out. Tea time, said lousy human Val. Yeah, we can't play. Can't let people watch a game while we're drinking tea. Is it siesta? What's happening out there? But we talked about this because, remember, they lifted that rule during uh, the, the restart after COVID. Ah, uh, okay. And we talked about it a little bit, and we were like, what a dumb rule. Hopefully that goes away. It did not, and I don't understand it. Mm. I said, dude, uh, I'm running for office in England. <laughs> dude, I'm, my, my only thing, and they're like, what do you want to do about Brexit? I don't know, but we need to start playing these three o'clock games on TV. How could you not win immediately at, you know, the, the MPC or whatever? Uh, because that's, it seems like a strong platform. Okay. Uh, the uh, Brush hey, 87. Brush 87. Thank you so much for the follow. Um, uh, we, we have to talk about Manchester United against Newcastle. Manchester United uh, wins uh, four to one. And obviously the uh, I mean, the main news was uh, is Bruno's the, goal. The Beautiful. Bruno, uh, which was incredible. But obviously the the uh, the brace from uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, um, I, which, by I, the way, because of this, you are hearing a lot of English media finally bringing up. The, you know, the the rape accusations and, and the trial that's coming up. Right. Like, finally, they're starting to talk about it, which we mentioned when he was going back to England. I'm like, yo, the English media is going to give him, like, a week of, like, the honeymoon. And then it's going to go back to just barreling at this guy's, you know, past. Right. It, it's interesting because, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I th- we, we spoke about this last week about... Um, Kind of the, the the struggle that obviously a lot of uh, Manchester United fans have, where they, which you could see on Twitter, on people were like, "Oh, finally a goal I could celebrate after Bruno." Right, and it's like it, it's the the you know it's a it's a difficult situation where they probably would not want him at the club, but they obviously they want the club to succeed, and it's it, it is what it is, and and it's a it's complicated. Uh, you know, and every and it's subjective, and everybody will handle it uh, how they choose to handle it. Um, the the interesting thing is how much, you know, Manchester United, they're not dumb. They know the, the level of publicity that a player like this will bring. And they are really t- using, <laughs> they're taking advantage of that. Uh, every single post is about Cristiano Ronaldo. Every single 
you know, uh, whether they're... He sold more shirts than Messi's PSG shirt. Right. Uh, Which people brag about... Kind of a surprise. Um... No, not because the the brand of Manchester United is bigger than the brand of PSG. Uh, Robert from LA said, "Isn't Christian experiencing this with a player for his club too?" Yeah, but he got he got removed from the team immediately. So yeah, yeah, and so, so did Mendy. Mendy's right now sitting behind bars, well, probably listening to this. The pro the, the the issue with Mendy and that Manchester City will have to confront is that these issues happened in the past, and he he was not. Uh, taken off the team, he was not suspended. So that is a bit of a, a bigger really? problem. Yeah, there, there were other instances in the past that this happened, and that the club knew and did not suspend him. Uh, but I, I'm assuming it, when it got to the point where he actually got arrested uh, or charged with something, then th- that is when they suspended him. So it, it, it's, it is, which I'm about, sure will be their reasoning, right? But. And it isn't about like you know calling out hypocrisy. This is always the the problem with almost supporting any sport. You know, you might support a team, you might have a player that does something terrible, and it's it's it 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 it, it like challenges your uh your loyalty to the to the team because of of how the situation is handled. This happens in any any working environment. This is we all have to deal with this in some at in some form at some point in our lives. So. But the it, it really does feel like Manchester United. They're like, all right, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, and there's there's chatter here. Let's put out as much positive positivity. Let's try to make the most we can. Who knows how long this guy's right. going to be here? Let's just let's just support him. The fans want him. They like him. Some people care. Some people don't. Some people don't even know anything about what's going on. A lot of people, even in England, don't know because I brought it up uh, once on the Complex show, and people were like, the what? I was like, what are you talking about? They're right. Spiegel. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's easier to just, um, you know, for some people to maybe either ignore it or maybe they're not in those circles where those kind of things are not being uh, talked about as much. Right. So, um, but yeah, it, it really does feel like from a marketing perspective, yo, let's get, let's get what we can. Uh, and we were talking about, will. Will Cristiano Ronaldo actually help Manchester United? Is that the player that they need? And after, look, it it is Newcastle. It's not there, not not that it's the toughest team in the world. And also, uh, and we saw uh, Champions League. Uh, the uh, Manchester United just lost today to your young boys. Uh, so uh, Jordan P. Fox scoring scoring the 95, 95th minute. Oh, I'm sorry, didn't it? Did an American take down the <laughs> rapist? Yeah. Okay. That's how I'm going to frame it. <laughs> Dude, he basically, the, the sheriff, Jordan Peefock, uh, came through. Uh. Uh. <laughs> um, so, the, uh, th- yeah, Newcastle, not the toughest team in the world, but, I mean, for Cristiano Ronaldo is, he, he's good at what he does. We know that. And and the, for for him to score two goals, uh, to be in and be in the the right place at the right time, it, 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 he's gonna he's clearly going to bring a level of 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 skill and and uh, uh, leadership when it comes to just winning trophies. And that's always the thing people if, ha- always credited him for. If we're gonna talk about him strictly as a player, right? If we're gonna have that conversation, then credit does need to be given about the fact that he is a perennial winner. 
And that does, strictly speaking of him as a player, that does change the locker room a little bit. Like, I don't know if you saw this quote from some of the people um, that work at Old Trafford. They said that one of the things that has changed is none of the players have touched the apple cobbler or the brownie that they put out the ap- during, the apple the sta- crumb. during the player meal. I hate, this is what, what I, I hate. You said the apple cobbler, which is, is that, that's not the same thing. No. I, well, mean, I mean, look, it's not hey, that Alexis, but apple I'm crumb. the food guy here, so please, please <laughs> get this right. <laughs> you tell me. Anyway, I'm going to fix the audio while you explain the food real quick. But it's because he's such a quote unquote clean eater. Yeah. That he only eats like super, super healthy. All the players saw that, and you know that had to be killing Luke Shaw. You know Luke Shaw was looking over at that brownie like, come on, no one else is eating it. For once, I'm going to have the corner. I hope, I, I love the corner. I, I don't want to be the only one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, they went through the trouble of making it. You know what I mean? I should at least, you know what? I'll take some home. I'll just take some home. I'm not going to eat it. I'm Remember- also a champion. Remember when we, we when we went to the NYCFC training ground and we uh, then we had we had lunch after we were done you know just kicking some free kicks with uh, with Goody Thorarinson and stuff like that. I was sweating, <laughs> so they let us have some of the player lunch. Yeah, which it tasted great. No salt whatsoever. It tasted great. <laughs> these it are was. really great chefs that have learned to make like incredible food. I mean, these are Michelin star restaurant employed chefs prior that have yeah. learned to make really good food that is still healthy enough. But they brought us out some dessert. You remember? Yeah. yeah. And they were like, yeah, the players don't ever get this. They don't get access to like, this because we're, like, we we're not going to be staff. Meal. We're not going to be winning games if this is what we serve. No, them, right? <laughs> no we're eating. There's like chocolate and Nutella on our faces. <laughs> like, yeah, the players don't be eating like this. <laughs> So it is. So, but but my frustration is that I hate these. It's I hate these puff pieces around. You hate puff pastry. (laughs) (laughs) I hate these puff pieces around Cristiano Ronaldo. Like we we are not totally aware of what is going on. It's like I don't need to hear this stuff. Like fine. Like go and be. Like, uh, like, applaud him his his work on the field. Fine, you, I get that. But then all the other stuff to make him look like a super nice guy, in 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 light of what we what we, the allegations and everything that we've seen, and also the way he's handled it as well, which is sim- all he has ever said is that's fake news. And it's like, bruh, we've said this a million times, bro. That is not the most convincing <laughs> argument. No, that's basically saying ah, I got nothing else to say when you say that. Right, uh, you so, got me. Is but I ain't gonna admit it. Uh, like how Nicki Minaj said that wasn't her in the performance of America's Got Talent. She said that's not me when there's a video of her underneath. Uh, but I think, and this is the so this is the thing. You can be uh, R.I.P. to Daryl Grove. Two something can be two things at the same time. He can be a guy that doesn't eat sweets and inspires other people to not eat sweets and takes prime care of his body and also be someone who has assaulted somebody in the past. So I'm not saying you have to bring up both of those subjects, but understand 
you're only telling half the story if you only talk about the dessert. <laughs> you feel me? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, if you're making an article strictly about how Adolf Hitler was an artist, you might be missing a significant <laughs> part of his life. You know? He, he did a couple other things that you might want to at least have as a footnote, okay? Because right. They were, they were a little bit dramatic, and a lot of people have not forgotten. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, a brushy eighty seven. What's happening, fellas? Just uh popped uh up on my recommended. Oh, thank you, brushy. Thank you thank again. Thank you for the follow as well. We very much appreciate it. Um, so uh, okay. So, but yeah, I think um a, a big win for for Manchester United. And uh, let's talk uh, about cl- their Champions League loss though, because that was an American that took them down. Yeah, but I mean, first it started with uh, Aaron Juan Bissaka. With uh, the terrible uh, uh, challenge, I mean, it's crushed this dude's ankle. Um, luckily, it if wasn't more serious. you didn't see it, it was a fifty-fifty ball, and Aaron Wan basically it was like a seventy-thirty ball. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it actually it was a hundred percent zero foot to ankle. Uh, <laughs> it was what it was. Uh, it was. It looked like he tried to sort of step on the front of the ball that was facing him. Yeah. Uh, and then the player, I can't remember his name. I believe was it Garcia. I forget the gentleman's name on young boys right. kicks the ball out of position. So what's left there is the top part of his boot, like the exposed part of his ankle. And essentially by stepping on it, it actually kind of, it looks like it kind of rolls his ankle over and the player immediately hits the ground, screaming, rolling, uh, grabbing his ankle not nearly as bad as the uh, Liverpool injury, which I can't remember the kid's name now. Uh, Har- Harvey Elliott. Elliot. Yeah, Harvey Elliott. Yeah, uh, 18 years old. Horrific. Uh, but um, still, just a really bad, just a really dumb play. Dumb, a dumb uh, foul? What am I, what's the word I'm looking for here? Just dangerous. It was dangerous was the word I was looking for. Right. Super dangerous. So he gets, a, he gets a straight red card, which I have to say, you know, Real Madrid, oh, Jesus Christ, Real Madrid, uh, Manchester United still looked, they look like they could hold out. They look like they could, um, they could keep it one nil, which I believe it was at the time. Uh, right. And young boy scored two goals. Uh, yeah. The last one coming from uh, Jordan P. Folk, uh, also called uh, Sebichu on the, on the, uh, on the broadcast. And uh, which, it, which that's not, just, his, he, he does not want to be called that. And he, and he just changed his Twitter handle. Uh, to say where it says my name is P P Falk. Yeah, put it up. Uh, but yeah, he's it's he's been very clear uh, about what his name is, and, and I believe it. it so it, his now and his name now is Theosin Jordan Sabichu Pifak. Yeah, but he wants to go by Jordan Pifak. So cancel the first and the third. Just go with number two and number four. Um, yeah, it's uh. It's great to see. It's one of those things where, like, you know, this conversation. Um, call me, people. I mean, how how many more? How much more clear can he make it? This can is, he make it's it? The re- it's the remix to "Call Me Maybe." I love it. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> just call me, people. Um, the question becomes like, what is he good at? Right, and this conversation was being had during the U.S. Men's National Team uh, World Cup qualifying. We had three matches. Obviously, everyone knows what happened there. We looked a lot better in the third match, but. In those first two matches, the question became who could help, right? Who could help score goals? Who could help up top? And people were suggesting Jordan Piffock. And 
the, then people were commenting like he's really only good with long balls and he's really only good at sort of playing that like, you know, Jamie Vardy kind of role, not exactly the Lukaku style role that you would want uh, in, in this sort of setup that the men's national team is. But that's not what I saw today. I mean, I saw someone who was constantly playing off the shoulder of the defender, but I saw someone who, if the ball was in the wings, he put himself in a, he was almost the guy who scored the first goal if it wasn't right. for the first player sort of putting his foot out. Like, he's putting himself in those positions pretty consistently. And I think after watching him today, one, how incredible is it that an American player takes out Manchester United in the Champions League? That you don't see very often. And two, this kind of has to start the conversation of like, wait a minute. This is what Giassi Zardes does, that everyone gives him all this incredible credit of saying he's perfect for a Burhalter system because he does this. Well, if he's doing against Manchester United, he could do it against El Salvador. <laughs> um, look, I, I think that the, the, the U.S. men's national team conversation is sort of a, a, a different one. We, we can easily get, uh, I, I think, in the three matches of the U.S. men's national team that we saw in these qualifiers, we had the, the expectations are high. Yeah, because Tyler Adams is at RB Leipzig. Weston McKenney is at Juve. Christian Pulisic is at Chelsea, and it's easy. Well, not right s- now. Right now, he's at the club, but he plays. <laughs> plays for you, Bay. <laughs> but the the uh, the expectation is is there. I, um, you know, these players playing for their clubs and 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 succeeding. You would want to see it. You would hope it hope it builds their confidence, especially for these strikers. But doesn't mean anything to me. It's it, it, when yeah when you play Honduras when you play Salvador uh, uh, when you play Canada uh, when you play Panama it's a different it's not the same it's a different story and he needs I think Jordan just needs more of those minutes more of that experience a lot of these players on the men's national team have really just not played in these types of games they heard about it they've seen past games they don't know <laughs> I heard about it I haven't played <laughs> but, but it's no so but it's I a, mean. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk a theoretical, who's who plays the right style, yada yada yada. What I saw today was a guy playing the right style and a guy who was demanding the ball, making space, incredible movement in the box. That's the type of player we need in a Burhalter system. The, the, this is the problem we have, as, especially as U.S. men's national team fans. It is U.S. men's national team fans are essentially. We, we watch these players, especially strikers, like new cryptocurrency where it's like, oh, there's a new one in town. You got to you got to buy now. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> sell. You got to sell all your Josie. We are you got- folk right now. And then Josie has a, a, a hat yeah. trick for Toronto. And it's like, uh, yeah. get him back. You got to buy yeah. stock up on Josie. Okay? <laughs> you bought Julian Green coin. <laughs> you got to sell. Right now we're on. We're on Peppy Coin. Every I'm putting. Yeah. I, I just I just sold my house. I mortgaged my house so that I can buy yeah. more Peppy Coin, uh, and that's where we sort of are. It, it's it's uh, you look. I buddy, applauded. we're heavy on Peppy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buy that lousy Buy that Peppy. Okay, the <laughs> so, so it, it's. I, I just need more time and more matches to see. You know, I'm not watching young boys games. Regularly, uh, and, and seeing them. <laughs> Can we clip that? Can we just clip <laughs> that right there, please? 
Okay. I do not. I watch them from time to time. A reasonable amount <laughs> yeah. of Young Boys matches. Okay. From a safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it does not bring up any red flags to any government agencies. All right. Yeah, I right. Reiterate that. <laughs> I don't so, search for it. Only when it's recommended. You know what I mean? Okay. But but I, do you agree or disagree with me that did you see the the, the match today? I, I only saw the goals. I only, saw, I only saw the goals. But the, okay. but I want to give Jordan great goal, a, a timely goal, big deal. But also Jesse Lingard passed it right to you. B- literally put it on the penalty spot for you to tap it in. So I don't want to go too crazy. He this he still that's exactly have a what good we game. need. He put himself in the right position. He slowed his run down. He pointed where he wanted the ball, and then he put himself in that position. <laughs> I look. That's literally what we want. And by the way, uh, Monk, um, Monokoku, Monokuko, uh, he said, not sure if you covered this. Um, he said, Alexi, do you know me? Uh, Arteta started four two three one, and then switched to a four three three, which I mentioned with Partey in the, uh, Partey in the pivot uh, and ESR and Martin Odegaard in front. Do you think he'll adopt this now that Partey is fit? Absolutely. As long as Lokonga is standing next to Partey. That's the only way where I see that working because that, that group needs to work together. And also, you gotta have you gotta have Ben White. You gotta have um, Gabrielle in there. You gotta have Tierney and the new fan favorite. You gotta have Tomiyasu. Tomiyasu moving the ball up, his ability to get uh, to sort of spring that attack, the, to draw the defenders to the to a bit further out in the wing. His ability to sort of stay with that with that attack, absolutely incredible. This was the guy. I'm really happy with that 17 million dollar purchase. But we're literally one player being injured away or one player not being able to play because of the too many matches or whatever that case may be, where this whole system falls apart. But as long as all those starters are there, that's the system. The 4-3-3, we have to see. I'm fine with the 4-2-3-1, knowing we could sw- uh, switch to the 4-3-3 mid-match. I'm fine with that. Okay. To uh... so what we were talking about with the men's national team. Would you, would you feel comfortable? And look, Pepe is absolutely incredible. I'm not the first to say it. Other people have said it, but I kind of agree watching him. Quite possibly the most fully featured, uh, you know, or 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 ready to go striker I've seen for the men's national team in a very long time. But watching what Jordan P. Fuck did against Manchester United against some incredible defenders. These are some of the best yeah, defenders yeah. in Premier League. To see what he could do against them in a pressure moment. In the Champions League, gives me all the reason to suggest this dude should be should be starting, or at least be given the chance to start, knowing Ricardo Pepe is right there. Fair. He's 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 had a couple chances. We saw him in in a few of these World Cup qualifiers. Not denying that he shouldn't get an opportunity, I, and I would hope he get he gets more of them. And uh, you know, having uh, the you know uh, a a a skilled and informed. Ricardo Pepe. Uh, Look in the chat real quick. More like dub defenders, that one? No, or? no, no. What's just above that? Uh, Christian watches young boys. What is the full clip? The, the title? They clipped it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, all right. Uh, so, the uh, yeah, having these all these players in form, uh, yes, I would like, ideally, I would like, uh, 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 PFOC, Pepe, Sargent, DK, Zardes. I want them all to be playing well and in good form. <laughs> uh, but this is 
it's one game. And we, we saw uh, uh, PFOC playing in the World Cup qualifiers, and it wasn't wildly impressive. He, he did okay. Maybe he still just needs time to adapt, adapt to, to the, 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 the He's teammates. He's 25? Yeah, he's 25 uh, years old. Maybe he just needs a little bit more time uh, uh, and just reps and minutes with the, uh, these guys. Um, and maybe there's, there's, you know, things that Berhalter needs to sort out to get him, like, a better service. But I didn't, in the World Cup qualifiers, I, he didn't, uh, you know, b- blow me away. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and a lot of the players did not uh, up until that game uh, against Honduras. Okay. Uh, Rob from LA says, quoting me, no, uh, no way. It's a soccer team. I swear. FBI. Tell it to the judge. <laughs> Christian. I, I hope they're a fan of European soccer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Don't uh, look at my search history. <laughs> Mano Kuko said, P-Funk. <laughs> hey, yeah, dude, yeah, let's go. People call him that. Uh, okay. Uh, real quick. Let's do a, uh, should we take a look at the, the Champions League uh, results? Uh, today, because I did watch this game, Bayern Munich uh, against. I didn't get Vodice a chance to see Lona. this. Saw this, and this was a uh, brutal boy. Can I just give you? I'm going to read you a text that I received uh, mm. from our f- uh, friend Alex Bavone. Uh, just a, a, a wildly excited, happy Canadian. Uh, so he's a very proud Canadian, and he said. Alfonso Davies makes Memphis Depay look like a turtle. <laughs> that was the text I received from uh, Alex Pavone. This turtle got uh, mad tattoos on its neck. This yo, is crazy. Tell you, that turtle got barbs, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, dog. Uh, and I said, dude, he does that to pretty much everybody. Uh, yeah. But you saw it. Um, I didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, talk to me about what it was like to watch Barcelona try to play against the wildly stacked and consistently getting better Bayern Munich. When was the so the first goal came in the thirty fourth minute? This was just a a, a deflection um, uh, from uh, Thomas Müller after he um, I forgot who it deflected off of some center back, but you know they didn't really close down on him when they probably should have. Um, it 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 felt the first thirty minutes kind of felt like um, Barcelona were they like had some life and and could could probably figure this out um and in the past you know even even though in the recent past even with Messi when they played against Bayern they they still got smashed and they and nothing's really changed and and Barcelona it, it's really looking like they need to move forward um and and maybe away from uh, uh Gerard Pique um did, did Busquets he got he got taken off of this game uh, like even Sergio Roberto, like some of these dudes are just getting a little older and Bayern is always bringing in reinforcements from within Bundesliga. You know how they always just buy, you know, bring pretty much bring in the you best You saw players. what Tyler Adams said? I did see that uh, where he... What a he, quote from Tyler Adams. If you needed any reminder that Tyler Adams is from New York, this yeah. quote alone. But th- I mean, while you pull that up, I'm just going to say... By Bayern versus Barcelona right now are clubs that are going in two completely opposite directions. One that is found a way to consistently win while doing smart, good business, just never overspending, spends within their means, yet somehow constantly wins. And then you got Barcelona, which is the exact yeah. opposite. For those <laughs> so of you listening, is- let me read what Tyler Adams said. Uh, most people who know me 
just uh, know just how competitive I am. And nothing, nothing gets me more angry than the fact that all the German clubs just sell to them. Speaking about Bayern, like I can't. I can't. It boggles my <laughs> mind, man. Which, by the way, I think we've had. Does he listen to the show? We've said like these exact very like, why do you keep selling to them? Yeah, it's a, you know, look, it clearly the, and, and you know, like Dayo Upamecano, who left Leipzig to go right to, uh, to Bayern. I mean, they, they have the most money. They can afford these players, uh, and it's it's not much of an issue. And it, there's so much incentive for the other clubs within Bundesliga to sell to them. I mean, it, it's it, maybe it's just like they have they streamline the process. Um, maybe it's it's a little bit more challenging to sell players to to other countries. But I, I, it's it's you can see basically. I don't think Tyler Adams is going to Bayern Munich anytime soon, even if he got the opportunity. Yeah, no, not now, uh, <laughs> you know, but also I think I think it does beg the question that like if you're let's say you're Dortmund, right? What was it? Um, who was it? Marco Royce, who sold uh, who was sold to uh, Bayern and then came back. Right. Wasn't it Royce or uh, um, uh, Goethe? <laughs> I know Goetze came back because of the uh, how unhealthy he um, was. The, the the center back, uh, what's his name? Uh, I know who you're, I know who you're talking about, but yes, there's yeah. the, the but Hummels. Wouldn't Hummels. you Hummels? Wouldn't you stand exactly? Thank you, uh, Monokuko. Uh, wouldn't you stand a better chance? Wouldn't you get a better value for your money by holding out and having a non, you know, a Bundesliga club? kind of come up and, and try to give you an offer. Also, you wouldn't have to play him twice a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, I just don't, I don't understand. It's worth holding out, but it's starting to look like Bundesliga players just can't really do it outside of Bundesliga. And yeah, I'm talking about Jaden Sancho, man. Uh, not having a, not having a great beginning of the year. Oh, this is interesting. I think, didn't we talk about Jaden Sancho a little bit, uh, a couple of uh, maybe two, three weeks ago, just about what, what he was going to bring to to Manchester United because I I don't think uh, it has apparently not to... his not his playing boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it has that much to do with him coming from Bundesliga. Um, I, like my main no, thing well, is no 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 it it does because he looked great at Bundesliga. Is that a bad but example? See, are there any of how great fan, a player is? Are there any Dortmund fans in the chat? Because I. Never thought he looked that great in Bundesliga. That's why when we were talking about his fee. Well, hold on. Did you just take my hot take and put out an even hotter take? <laughs> I thought he was good, but I definitely thought he, the fact that he was English coming back to uh, coming back to England to play definitely drove up his his asking price. I sure. thought he was. If he's not English, he's forty three million, not seventy three. I thought but he was still. okay at Dortmund. I, I for what? What is his skill set exactly? What do they need him to do? I, I expect him to have more assists than goals. I I, I expect him to have you know some good one v one opportunities, uh, get past some players. But as we know, it's easier to do that in Bundesliga than it is in the in the Premier League. But they don't really play. They don't defend as much as they do in Premier League. Premier League is a little bit tougher defenders. Right, but Timo in Werner my mind, yeah, in my, in my mind, <laughs> in my mind, 
I would like to see um, the, like the the, love, the number of assists that Paul Pogba is getting. I want to see those similar numbers from Jaden Sancho. That's truly Which, what I want to see. What is he at? Seven assists, four games into the season. <laughs> I mean, the one the, the one for from the goal from Bruno was like. Who's doing the heavy lifting on that on that assist? Yeah. All right, on that goal, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really Paul Pogba didn't really do that much. Paul Pogba was like, "I get credit for that." <laughs> Damn! Oh, oh I get. The I get a bonus? go to the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> the assist should go to the keeper for that one. Is that the one that Martial dummied? No, no, no. This is the the one. Okay. Literally, just like passed it from the side. To, Bruno's in the middle. Nobody chose to defend him, and he shoots a rocket yeah, into yeah. the goal. <laughs> so not um, much. <laughs> uh, what were we saying? I forgot what I was saying. What we were talking about? Oh yeah, we're talking about Jane Sancho. And by the way, part of my theory that these Dortmund players aren't playing as well once they leave. Also, Christian Pulisic, he's not lighting it up in uh, in 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 Premier League like he was there. And I know when he started, he got the you know the uh, the hat trick, and he's had these moments of brilliance. But you know, I, I haven't seen any consistent. I haven't seen the consistency well, out of he's, him. He's hurt. Like he has the, Has he even? He hasn't even played a game this season, right? For Premier League, or did he play in the first one? I believe he played. I believe he played a little bit. But, I mean, the consistency, meaning even in the preseason, people were they were starting him at um, at uh, at uh, the wing back, basically. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I even even coming out of training, you're not seeing the consistency that you would hope. That you would hope someone that costs $72 million would be, you know, or whatever, I guess 60 million pounds, uh, would be like a, a consistent starter. That's not the kind of money you pay for someone that's not going to be a consistent starter. And regardless yeah, of injury, I, I mean, even when he is healthy, you know, he he has to, like, fight for his position like he did last year and fight for a chance to get back on the pitch. So m- maybe it's just a Bundesliga thing. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, it's it, it's not as challenging a league as the Premier League. It, it's the most popular league in the world. It's the most the, the, the toughest. The, the, the salaries are higher. The players are better. We all get that, uh, and it's going to be there's going to be an adjustment period for a lot of these uh, a lot of these players. Like the the one player who I think will be fine and will completely adapt very quickly is probably like a player like Erling Holland if he ever ends up in in, in the Premier League. Yeah, he'll uh, be okay. Yeah, uh, it seems uh, you know I, I just watching the videos of him hitting the crossbar. Uh, you're just like okay, yeah, this guy. I think he's he's quite he's quite prepared. Um, so. The uh, yeah, uh, look, uh, Pulisic. I think is a, a different story. Um, not the fee wasn't as high as Jaden Sancho. Um, the expectations. He's not. Uh, uh, you know, because of the fee that Sancho uh, uh, cost, he is an Im- immediate starter, and he and he has to produce very quickly. And uh, I think with with Ronaldo there, I think it'll make things a little bit. I think everybody's. I think everybody's numbers will improve. Uh, because of his presence there. so um, And here's where I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, I think Cristiano Ronaldo is the type of player that they want, not that they need. I'm not the first person to say that. I believe Adam McCola said that. So, I, you know, I don't want anyone to think I'm stealing, but he seems like the, you just, they just didn't want him to go to City, right? So now they're kind of having to figure out a way to fit him in. And even when he plays striker, he does kind of, go back to the left a little bit. You know what I mean? He's just like, sure. All right. I mean, I'm gonna go where I know. And he kind of floats back a little bit. The one thing that you see is like, clearly he hasn't lost his hops and he clearly can still head the ball. Um, a lot better than what we saw out of slots on at this age. But, uh, 
Yeah, I don't necessarily know that he, you know, makes everyone around him better. I think he's going to be the type of player that they're going to force the ball to so that because even they want to see him, you know, they want to see him score. They want to see him play well. You know, they're legends. He's a legend to them, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not as uh, sold that, you know, he's the exact right fit. Sure. And also, if you're Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, this is it. If you can't win with this, (laughs) bro, it's on you. I mean, what can I say, bro? Everton is is right on your heels, dog. Oh, I got the wrong table. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was so As you close. can see there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Everton is right there in fourth place. Just two goals behind in goal differential. We got, we got a powerhouse on our hands, folks. Get ready. All right. <laughs> a new top four, a top six. Get out of there, Manchester City. Yeah. We don't need you. <laughs> Let's go, Brighton. You knew they were going to always be in sixth. <laughs> Robert from LA said, did you see how Zlatan is doing his hair now? I, I did not. I mean, isn't it the same bun type type of situation? Or am I missing something? Wait, I know on. he scored. This I need to see. I mean, I'll look it up. Did he cut his hair? No, there's no way. Yeah, yeah I, still, I still see this look back. Oh, what are we doing? Yeah. Look at what he's doing. Look at this. The dude got a is he fr- braiding a French, his hair. He has a French braid. Why is this the picture? I mean, <laughs> this is <laughs> the most slot on where a goalkeeper would jump to catch it. He can kick it. <laughs> I mean, he ha- he's doing like a, uh, a like, yeah, I mean, a straight up karate kick. Uh, yeah, it looks like he, he's, a he's roundhousing. <laughs> Luis Martin said Luis Alberto is petrified. Yeah, the dude is it's yeah. like a, a size like 14 boot uh and and that could take your head off. Um, well, I mean, I got to be honest with you. You're not used to seeing a foot up there, you know what I mean? You don't look up <laughs> and expect to see a Buick. You know what I mean? That's that's over yeah, here. Yeah, you're not it's, it's not you're not there. used to seeing just like somebody a foot that high and you're seeing the bottom of it, right? Um Yeah, I remember I was on my scooter and I was driving in New York City. And uh, I was in, I was on Essex. I was on Essex right where it crosses Rivington. It's the Lower East Side for those of you who don't know. And there's like a lot of traffic there because it's right by the Williamsburg Bridge. And it's like a very busy part of the city at night. And I'm, I had finished my spots. I'm trying to get back home. And uh, a Jeep, a brand new Jeep, like large Jeep uh, Wrangler had backed up into a smaller car and just completely curled up its, its, uh, its uh, hood. Right. Mm -hmm. And the guy, the guy, there's people out. Everyone's recording. There's people out. And the guy's like, yo, you backed into my car. And the girl who's driving the Jeep, she's like, ain't no way you could prove that. Everyone's going to think you hit me. (laughs) He's like, you're on audio right now. It's like you're on video admitting because I guess she backed up into it. So it looks like he hit her from behind. So I don't know if it was an insurance job or she just something scared her. So she backed up. And uh, he's like, yo, you hit my car. He's like, nah, you hit me from the back. You're going to owe me money. And he's like, you're being videotaped. Like, there's proof that that's not true. He's like trying <laughs> to be like, you can't say that. And she goes, and what you going to do about it? <laughs> like, she goes, you want to do something? You going to hit me? And he's like, no. And she's like, no, you should hit me. And I'm like, oh, this girl's trying to win <laughs> all the lawsuits at once. <laughs> all of them. That's the same thing. That guy did not expect that to be on him. And I didn't expect to see that when I drove by. That's the same thing that happens when Slantan's foot appear, foot appears 
above you. You know, what I mean? <laughs> Robert from LA said, and then six lawyers come out of the bushes asking to asking to represent them. Yeah, dude. It's so funny you said that because one of the people recording yelled, "I'm a lawyer." Again, I'm a. This is one of the best parts <laughs> about being on a scooter, especially that's electric. It's whisper quiet. You hear everything in this city, and it is just every few blocks is a movie in this town. <laughs> All right, uh, before we wrap up. The just the other uh, just a, a quick rundown of the Champions League results. Um, Sevilla uh, tied uh, with uh, RB Salzburg. Uh, somebody mentioned Ar- I think RB Salzburg maybe missed a penalty. I just saw a tweet. No, they maybe missed they- two out of the first three. Really? And yeah, there were three. That- uh, I saw see? somebody say there were three. Basically, I, I saw somebody saying uh, that they should have let Brendan Aronson take them. So uh, how many penalties did they get to take? Look, you could see it right there, right on the screen. At 13th minute, there was a penalty. Uh, Adeyemi missed it. Then at 21st minute, there was another penalty. Suchich, uh sank it, right? Then at the 37th right. minute, another penalty. Suchich missed it. Yikes. So they had Yikes. three penalties in the first 38 minutes, and they missed two of them. So it ends up being 1-1. One, uh, one, one. Even after Salzburg, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, even after um, what's their, uh, Sevilla goes down, or goes down a man. Uh, they get a mm. red card for uh, Yusuf and uh, Nis Nisiri in the wildest, dumbest dive you'll ever see. Did you see this? Yes, I saw. He got a second he, yellow. He like jumped <laughs> between two players and <laughs> twisted in the sky, and the the ref is like right there. He's just like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even need uh, VAR for this one. It was Hilarious. wild. So he gets a red card, gets booted, but uh, Salzburg uh, couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah, and uh, actually, quick lineup because I believe Aronson got a really bad, uh, really bad rating for this match. Um, Unless it changed. Brendan Aronson, uh, there you go, six point six. Yeah, he was in the yeah, fi- he was in the fives when I was watching. Yikes! Uh, all right. Uh, and then also but that, Chelsea. That that out of Yemi kid is a baller though. Uh watch, he's gonna right. go for a lot of money. Click on him real quick and hit player profile. I want to see how old he is. He uh, does it say old he is? Player here? details at the bottom. Click player oh, details at the bottom. Nineteen. Nineteen. And he's of course he's goddamn German. How he dare is he be good. German? <laughs> I mean, they got all the good ones. <laughs> uh, when are we going to get good players? <laughs> Chelsea won one nil against Zenit St. Petersburg. I know uh, a goal uh, from Lukaku. Juve won three nil against Malmo. Uh, after and also we got to talk about Juve in, in Serie A because they have been doing very bad. They are. They have. I believe they have not won a game. They are currently in 16th place. Venezia is doing better than Juve at the moment. So this is not... America, <laughs> America. Uh, not a great start. You don't want Weston to, you know... I feel like just these other players are bringing them down. They don't... They, you know, they need to get higher quality players to surround, uh, to surround Weston McKinney. You know what I think would help, right? They need to, especially after a big player like Ronaldo leaves, you need to bring the team together. I suggest they go out together, like a, an outing. Maybe McKenney can make a few suggestions, you know? Swing by <laughs> Chipotle, grab a bite as a team, 
And then mm. head out to the club, you know? Let's go. It's a team building exercise. Okay. I... <laughs> Um, okay. uh, Manu yeah. Kuko said, will Gnabry come back to the arse? Uh, I would love, you know, was it, remember that question about a former player that is uh, left? I thought, I thought like, it was more you... of a boob, a boob man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did we say? Uh, do we, uh, there are tons of bachelor parties in Italy said graphic mess, uh, which we'll call it. Uh, he is the one player that has left Arsenal that I wish would come back. I love the way he plays. I love his I love his demeanor. I love, uh, you know, the his his his, you know, his his energy, and I love the way he, you know, the, the positions that he gets himself in. Uh, not the perfect player, certainly. Uh, you know, uh, I don't. Who I wouldn't the, think those for per- like. Who is the perfect player, Alexis? Please give me an example I mean, of the perfect player. I mean, if I had to pick, just uh, me uh, after prom. Uh, just a <laughs> perfect a player. You feel there me? There we go. Okay. You know, hide your girls. <laughs> Even more than Ramsey and Ozil? Yeah, yeah. Ozil, I was done with. Uh, Ramsey, you know, I'd love to have back. I'd love to have back Wilshire just for the vibes. But Serge Gnabry is the one that I felt when he left hurt the most because he said, I don't think I'm going to get an opportunity here and I want to leave. And I think he he was part of that 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 change of of the perception of Arsenal is not the place for the youth player to develop and get in the first team, which we are getting back. Look out for a kid named Charlie Patino. The kid's incredible. Oh yeah. I have seen that. This is another just wildly irresponsible thing of Arsenal social media to do to already. They start building up this child to already start getting ready to disappoint you. Arsenal fans, bro. It is ridiculous. (laughs) And, and Gideon's alum was one of them. And look how that worked out. Charlie Patino, I think he he, he runs a, a a pizzeria on Route 17. Yeah, why yeah. is this name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy going, why, why are they talking about me? <laughs> what arsenal? I promised the judge I'd get rid of all the guns. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to another Prem Show. Uh, thank you, everybody on Twitch. Thank you for... Uh, dealing with the, t- the technical issues uh, up in uh, you know in the beginning of the of the show, but uh, I- I'll sort all that out in the future. We're gonna have the highest quality, highest level stream <laughs> real soon. I promise. Once I sort this stuff out, um, I promise. So- <laughs> I promise. <laughs> so, oh, Patino is Spanish. Oh, I thought it was P I T I N O, but no, it's Patino. Patino skating. <laughs> Patinar, <laughs> but yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I did not know you were Spanish. All right, all good. Um, so, uh, which, so what Rob kind of how did you get Charlie? He must be Carlos Patino. No, isn't it? Um, maybe I mis uh, misread the name. He goes by Charlie. Charlie, yeah, Charlie P I Patino P A T I N O. Charlie Patino, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. He grew up in he he was born in Watford. <laughs> what you talking about? Spanish. <laughs> oh no. He's both English and Spanish. Whoa. Wow. I mean, when you grew up in Watford, you English, bro. You yeah. <laughs> they ain't no yeah. <laughs> You ain't hiding. Yo, uh, yo get, give me this give me the Serrano huh, mate. <laughs> um You call this a okay. croquetta? <laughs> no, nah, blood. No, nah, blood. This ain't uh, no croquettes on blood. A couple things uh, real quick. Uh, just a reminder. We're giving away this Columbus Crew uh, kit on on Twitter. 
at Soccer Coolings. Go there right now uh, if you'd like to win. Uh, uh, signed by the MLS Cup champions of 2020. Every player <laughs> signed Pass it. that Manchego, you wanker. <laughs> 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 you know, that's what everybody says. We know that. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. There must be a lot of Spaniards in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, autographed by all the uh, Columbus crew, uh, MLS Cup winning Columbus crew. Uh, if you'd like to win it, go to our Twitter right now, at Soccer Cooligans. And all you got to do is uh, all you got to do is retweet and, and, and comment. Uh, with the tweet, uh, hashtag kick childhood cancer. Uh, we're kind of trying to, MLS is doing a campaign for September uh, to raise money for a, a, a childhood cancer uh, charity. Uh, so uh, we figured, hey, why not uh, try to help out and be a part of it? So uh, go to our Twitter right now uh, and, uh, and try to win this Columbus Crew autographed jersey by the MLS Cup champions of 2020. Okay, uh, the other thing is check out our live, uh, no, not live, our, our show, our Fubo TV show. Uh, we, if anybody's new here, we have a show on Fubo TV every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, this Thursday, we have uh, DC United winger Paul Ariola. Paul Ariola joins us. Wow. Uh, Super fun. Great, great dude. We had a great, uh, fun conversation uh, with him. Obviously, plays on the U.S. men's national team as well. Just uh, recently won, you know, Nations League and Gold Cup. Great, great dude. So, uh, so check that out. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Fubo Sports Network. You can watch uh, on the Fubo TV app or uh, you can stream for free at FuboSportsNetwork.com. And also make sure to subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel because uh, the full interviews of uh, after they air uh, live there uh, and uh, and more clips and full episodes of the show. Uh, or you can listen to the podcast per usual. Uh, the Cool Against podcast is always available to you. Okay. Uh, anything else that I missed? I think we're good to go. Uh, yeah. Hey, follow my uh, Arsenal YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Alexis Guerreros. A-L-E-X-I-S-G-U-E-R-R-E-R-O-S. Um, I'm trying to put two to three videos up a week. Let me know what you think. Let me know uh, if you're enjoying them. That'd be a lot of fun, especially if you're an Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert uh, asked this. I want to make sure to get to it. Which Champions League uh, game are we watching tomorrow? It's, we got Club Bruges against PSG. Manchester City against RB Leipzig. Atletico Madrid contra FC Porto. Liverpool Milan. Besiktas Dortmund. Uh, Sporting Club Portugal against Ajax. FC Sheriff against Shakhtar Donetsk what? and Inter <laughs> F- FC Sheriff. Everybody knows about FC Sheriff. Um, I would love. They're from. They're not even from a country. Did you know that? Yeah, somebody. I think we were talking about this a little bit. Yeah, uh, they're from like the disputed. The name of the place is like the disputed land between Moldova and somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's um, the official place they're from. The, I mean, I'll probably be doing a watch along on the complex show. That seems like probably what's going to happen, just ba- based on the timing of some of these. Which one will will it be? Uh, well, I'm on at two thirty, so probably the PSG Club Bruges, or Man City or, RB Leipzig, or, or Milan Inter, uh, Liverpool. Probably, yeah. That's if, I feel like there will probably be some one of the Premier League teams, most likely. Yeah, but who knows? Uh, all right, so yeah, uh, tune into that. Uh, yeah, uh, the twitch.tv slash complex, and uh, you can catch Alexis uh, with Flex uh, watching one of these games uh, on Wednesday. So, uh, all right. Let's go. Everybody. Uh, 
yeah, wish you nothing but the absolute best. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, a lot of big things planned. Uh, so make sure you stick with the Cooligans, everybody. So, uh, all right, everybody. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans!